Hey guys, I'm Pauline Ponders. There's something about coffee shops that always gives me a sense of comfort and stillness. Even with the customers rushing in and out, it has always been a true sanctuary for me where I can let my many thoughts flow. It is also a place where I've connected with the most amazing people, and many of those people I've met are a big reason of why I'm here with you today. Sometimes when life gets too busy, too hectic, and overwhelming, it prevents us from remembering to take a deep breath, to be still, and to be present. Here on Pause, Sip, and Ponder, we are doing just that. Join me and my guests as we talk about everything and anything and the aim to give you some encouragement and some thoughts for you to ponder on. So if you're ready, sit down, relax, and let's just ponder. Hey Ponders, welcome back to another episode of Positive and Ponder. Today I have a familiar face with me, my good friend Annie, and she was on Art in All Actuality, if you've heard that episode. If you haven't, then you should definitely check that out after this episode. But today we are going to talk about something a little deeper and talk about today's glamorized relationships and how it impacts real dynamics and our well-being. And this is something that I've definitely thought about. It's funny because we were experiencing kind of the same thing around the same time. So I'm very excited to hear her side of what this topic is to her. And the questions I have for you on what to ponder on, ponders, is do you find yourself living for other people and in result losing yourself? So if you're ready, sit down, relax, and let's just ponder. All right, again, I have my friend Annie. Hi, Annie. Hi. I don't know why we're nervous. I don't know either. But it's okay. We're going to have an awesome, awesome conversation. First, I want to ask, how are you? I'm actually really good right now. You I'm- look good. Pauline. <laughs> 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 I just like, I'm in the best place that I have ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've said that in different points but right now I actually mean it and it sounds super cheesy when you say it like that but like I don't know I couldn't move forward with my life if I weren't in a good place right yeah I think it's it's weird for me it's so uncommon I wouldn't say uncommon but it's so weird for me to say when I am in a good place because it's very common for us to say something like oh I'm just eh you know (laughs) like our our, you know, if someone asks us, you know, how are we? It's so easy for us to say, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. But I think it's really important to really think about, like, how are we? How are we? You know? Exactly. And it's hard to even touch that. You know, even how even how simple of a phrase is of, you know, how are you? It can really, really get into deep parts of our <laughs> lives. <laughs> and it's it's touchy. And this is a topic that actually... Um, I really wanted to talk about and it's crazy how we both had kind of the same situation um, in terms of what we were experiencing internally um, but first because I asked Annie no Andy actually Annie actually approached me about this um, so I was wondering like why was this topic in particular really close to you and why did you want to bring it up I was sitting in my room I think two months ago whenever I think it was like beginning of October, like around that time. Um, And this huge wave just hit me and I looked up and I was like, I have to change something because this is not working out for me. Hmm. And I just realized I was reflecting on all of my best friends and all of my 
relationships and I realized I was getting into them for the benefit of them and not for me and the dynamics of like my friendships it was it was all about them and um it just made me think a lot of how I approach every situation and why things turn out like that Hmm. and even in my romantic relationships they're not bad people nobody I have dated or none of my friends I've had in the past are bad people Mm -hmm. but I think I do give off this submissive energy that makes it easy for people to take advantage of that Hmm. so while a lot of people have been nice to me it seems like it's more about them than it is about me that's interesting yeah when when did that come into your head when did you realize that was going on how long did it take for you to kind of realize that it takes it took after each relationship I had to like really see what did and didn't work and why I like clocked out of Mm. them um because I kept saying oh my god why don't I like these people anymore why am I going into the same pattern and I realized I'm choosing the wrong people for the wrong reasons and I don't fully open up and uh, nor do I feel like I could with them Mm -hmm. um so it was just like I had friendships in my life where they would make the rules they would stomp all over me and make me feel like I couldn't be me and I kind of had to tailor myself around each friendship around each relationship and I just like I sat there and it really hits you because you don't realize until after the fact because during it you're like oh this is the best thing ever Mm. exactly what I need nothing is wrong and then as the relationship is ending you're like oh this is not good Mm. and then you reevaluate everything and then it ends and you really realize the entire picture and you're just like it sucks that it it took that long but that's what I realized yeah I guess to take a step back kind of to give our audience a picture because some people may not even realize that they're in a relationship that might not be the best one because you know when you're in the moment you don't you're kind of blind at that moment you don't know until after you don't realize these things after so how would you describe I guess a glamorized relationship I think when it goes too fast Mm. because I thought it was so common to say I love you after a couple weeks yeah and I (laughs) but that's like how it goes in high school and you have to break out of that so it's just kind of like going at a fast pace is one like there's no rush Mm -hmm. we have so much time and I think two is when they dismiss your feelings Mm. and it kind of And if it's like once or twice, you know, people are people, it's going to happen. But if it's like every single situation where you're just kind of like, you don't notice it. Hmm. Or you're like, okay, maybe it was the wrong choice. Mm -hmm. I made the wrong decision. I thought it was really interesting when you mentioned the time. um, When you said that we have all the time in the world. And especially when you're in a relationship, that is like one of the last things you would tell yourself. Because time goes really fast in our heads and we just live in a very fast-paced world and I think 
what pressures us to kind of take things um i guess or do things faster um is comparing ourselves to other relationships comparing ourselves to other people and just how they're doing things um it's so easy for us to do that but you're right like it we have all the time in the world too and i think if we rush so much um we're kind of missing the point of even being together or being with that person yeah at that moment it's like our goal is to do as much as we can but like what about now you know you never have time to focus on what really needs to be dealt with like the issues the flaws that are in the relationship because you're just moving ahead so quickly where you know we never take the moment to like sit down and be like all right let's do something and we don't even know what what will happen tomorrow you know you don't even know if you'll be with that person tomorrow if that person is around you know um so I definitely definitely um agree with you on that what are the certain, I guess, effects of these glamorized relationships? Because I think it doesn't even have to be like in a romantic way as well. It mm-hmm. could be through our friends. And what are some examples for you personally and where you th- you thought or you felt like you were in a situation where, okay, these people may not be the people I should be around um, because, you know, it's been affecting you? Well, I would say... I would say consistently, I've had one friend since I was in elementary school who, like, really just took over the show in a really negative way. Um, I remember, I'm going to start with, like, the beginning Mm -hmm. and say, in kindergarten, I had a friend. Um, We aren't friends anymore, so I can say her name. Um, (laughs) Her name was Fallon, and basically, she wouldn't let me play with anybody else on the playground she would literally drag me away if I would talk to another friend wow and she gave me a schedule she was like you can sit with this other friend on the bus on these two days and I was in the after school program on those two days so Mm -hmm. I was like I'm not on the buses and she's like well that's the schedule I made (laughs) and then there was one day where I actually took the bus on one of those days and she was like no you have to sit by me so it was just like a very dominating thing. Yikes. And I had like a few relationships like that, well, friendships like that. When I went into middle school too, it was like I had one friend when I moved to Maryland and she was like, she's super nice now. Mm-hmm. But at first she was very mean to me and like kind of took control of everything and like made me feel like, it was a blessing to have her in my life. And if I didn't have her in my life, something was wrong with me. Mm. So it was just like, that's where it rooted. And it kind of outlined a lot of different relationships. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think I think you have to go through friendships like that. Yeah. To even know, okay, this is not for me or I shouldn't be in that situation. And experience those type of friendships to, to know what is a friend to you. I think I went through... I think I never had a real problem of, like, getting out of situations. Um, it would take me a while, but I knew... I If I didn't feel comfortable, then I would leave. Um, and that was something I experienced this year, actually. Um, and also one, one instance in high school. Um, you know, the feeling of um, being just being comfortable... And that is something we always want 
it's our human instinct Um, we just want to feel comfortable but I think once you go against who you are as a person once you go against your values and and you know just what you love and your passion um, you'll get out of that situation Um, and sometimes it's very hard for people because some people don't even know where to run to yeah. when they're in that situation so they just stay because it's that's the only thing they know getting out of those situations how has it helped you as a person like what did you gain from that i think i just understand the type of people that deserve to be in my life mm-hmm. but i also am more developed as a person if i know something isn't right then chances are it's not right for me mm-hmm. and I felt bad a lot of the time believing certain things and saying certain things and being censored, like Mm -hmm. the way I talk and the way I carry myself. And nobody should have to be censored. Mm -hmm. And you should never feel like you're doing something wrong or saying something wrong by communicating that to someone. Right. And so I just, a lot of the things that I felt bad about, I felt bad because somebody told me I should. Mm. And... I'm not perfect, of course, like I mess up and maybe I did mess up one of those times. They told me I should. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I think a lot of the time I was stripping who I was away for the benefit of making somebody else feel good. And because of that, because of all those relationships, I think back and I'm just more sure of myself. Mm. And I'm more confident about how I carry myself and that's just it's really nice because it shows through all my friendships and even at school like I can talk to people more confidently and I know when something's not right and I'm more assertive Hmm. like I'm not aggressive towards people I'm nice to everybody but I'm always the first to like stand up for somebody if something isn't right now right which is something I wouldn't have seen myself doing even like a year ago. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, I think being closed in is so scary. Yeah. And yeah, when you said that the feeling of guilt is a killer. Yeah. I think that's one of the <laughs> one of the worst things someone can experience is guilt and it's it's crazy because sometimes it can be manipulative in where you feel guilty for something that you really don't need to be feel guilty for. Yeah. Um, and I really uh, wanted to go into this the just being yourself thing. Um, how sometimes we feel guilty being ourselves and for the benefit of other people. And I remember when we were um, talking about this on this particular topic, you were drawn to one of my posts that I put on my Instagram mm-hmm. um, asking people, uh, do you give yourself too? Do you give yourself too much to other people, or not enough? And you put too much, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I definitely do that too. Um, it's not necessarily good and not necessarily bad. Um, yeah. I think it's just a balance, mm-hmm. and that's something. I don't think it's a less like something you can learn off the bat. I think it's definitely with experience, and it takes a long time. Um, and that's me. Um, I definitely have limited myself in terms of giving myself too much to people but I still find myself giving so much of myself and it's exhausting it's exhausting and I think like people like you and me will give 
ourselves to somebody who doesn't deserve it. Mm. Not that it's not the goal to give yourself to someone and to get something in return, but ultimately like you want to have people who aren't toxic and who respect you in Mm -hmm. return. And I think that a lot of the times when you go above and beyond for people who don't give two thoughts about you or don't respect you, it makes you feel like, well, why am I not getting this respect from this person? Mm. And it almost becomes like, why don't they like me? You know, like, Mm. and it gets to you and it makes or in my experience, um, it made me feel less than who I was. Hmm. And I think like when I read the thing you posted, I was just, my mom has told me endless times, do not go above and beyond for people and don't like devote your time solely to that. Mm -hmm. You can be nice and you can like do things for people, but don't get upset if they don't do the same for you because you chose to do that. Mm -hmm. And it just it's insane like I I do a lot mentally for people and then I will physically like go and be there for people and (laughs) it's a lot it is it's a lot but at the time it's like oh this is nothing like I don't think twice about it yeah Yeah. um you only think about it when you're like kind of by yourself and you think about it and it's it's hard not to say it's hard to say um you know I'm not expecting anything i'm not right you know i'm not expecting any recognition but i think you'll know when something's up when yeah when it's not worth it but that's so hard for me to accept sometimes because i'm like okay but maybe if i do one more thing for exactly. This person, exactly and then it ends up being 10 billion things exactly <laughs> i i don't know it it's insane too because like I would see people do things for me and like what I learned is you know my relationships when I was a little kid Mm -hmm. it was obvious to see who was toxic and who wasn't but then as you grow up toxic people aren't always outwardly mean Mm -hmm. it's like hidden things yes and it's manipulative yes and so while somebody might be going and doing all these things for you there might be an ulterior motive Hmm. or they might just be doing it just to tell everybody they're doing it and say, look how great I am. Hmm. Which was something that, like, my mom had pointed out my dad did a lot of the times. Like, he would do these nice things, but then he would be waiting and waiting for her to be like, oh, look how great I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is not a reason to go and do things for people. And Yeah, because it's just for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And doing things for people for yourself is doing things for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so no like, matter how many excuses. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's crazy. I think um, when it comes to giving yourself to people, um, when do you know when you should stop? Even though you don't want to. But what are some signs of when you should stop? When you can, When you have noticed that this may be a toxic relationship? I think when I express that I'm unhappy Mm. and they dismiss my feelings. Mm. And it's happened on multiple occasions. Yeah. Um, I I express myself very clearly and it's hard because I get emotional about it. Um, I stay on my own as best as I can, but like sometimes the words don't come out. Mm Mm-hmm. But then when I do get that out, 
and somebody dismisses it and turns it around or turns it into something else it just it puts a bad taste in my mouth and I'm like this relationship is over Mm. um how what do you what do you mean specifically like would they like switch the conversation or diverting the conversation or saying that there was something wrong with me or like Mm. or them saying like they're the best thing Mm -hmm. for me it's just like kind of twisting the conversation into something else into thinking like oh you are you have your issues you need to sort out or like oh no 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 it's it'll be fine we'll be fine you know um and I don't I have these things like with romantic relationships specifically where I'll wake up and I have a feeling and I'm like we're breaking up today Hmm. and I know it like Mm -hmm. there's just an energy in the air I mean also I'm like I want to break up so yeah yeah yeah. obviously I know it's gonna happen right but there's like a mutual thing about it where I'm like they know I know it's gonna happen today Mm mm-hmm um so I don't know that's I guess that's the runaround of it yeah I think I for me I've never run into situations where I confront them and say hey you know I didn't feel this like I didn't feel as valued as maybe I valued you like I've never I usually step back for a bit maybe like ghost them yeah (laughs) um but no I really feel you on like you can feel how toxic a person or situation might be. This is something relating to the creative environment um, with the creators. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was just a very interesting situation that I was in this year, actually. Um, So I was, of course, me doing podcasts, doing art. um, And especially when you get older, you know networking is everything you know yeah and you should go out there and meet new people and i love meeting new people like i would say i'm more of an extrovert than an introvert but i can be introverted um so i'm definitely on the spectrum so i went to this event and creative people everywhere i don't know what everyone was doing but everyone was talking to one another and it seemed like everyone knew each other except i except me (laughs) um but i felt so weird because First, I'm not the type of person to make up my way to have people like me yeah. or to follow me on Instagram or be whatever. Um, and I had no, I didn't feel like I should, you know, openly say, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Um, I feel like not everyone, but I feel like, especially in that environment, a lot of people can be taken advantage of or manipulated for their own benefit and i think this is one example of glamorized relationships and friendships because at the end of the day you don't know who really cares about what you're saying right you know um and i'm very observant and my intuition's pretty strong um so you i could tell that who was there for the real reason or who was there for the clout or you know yeah so and sometimes it's weird because i feel guilty that i feel this way like i shouldn't feel closed off towards people like that's mean like i don't know them personally but i can feel like you know something's off and that's something that has always been with me a thought in my head is like is it bad to feel this way towards people because gil actually he's he's older than me he's three years so with even though we both vibe very well despite you know our three-year difference um he has definitely told me things in the past 
of what to you know be 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 aware of yeah and I was like you know I'm not gonna be in that situation like I'm not gonna deal with these certain people like I'm good like I'm not gonna run into toxic people but until you reach that experience that situation you're like dang you know um you really have to experience it for yourself to know like and it's scary because it's like and lonely because I don't know like we lived in a world where groupies or like cliques is everything and that's the only way you're gonna make it to the top unfortunately um so it's very rare but I'm so glad and blessed that I've had a new group of people who actually care for me that hear you out yeah and it's not where and they respect um correcting one another in the most loving way yeah And also, when you think of um, people in a professional setting, Mm -hmm. it's very good to make boundaries because obviously you're not going to be friends with every single person that you meet. Right. And I think like when you think of those events, they cut themselves off emotionally because they're like, I'm here to expand myself. I'm not here to make friends, which sounds very Mm -hmm. negative, but sometimes you have to separate yourself. Right. Otherwise, you just get too attached to everyone you meet right and I think like I love people and I love making connections but when I'm in a mindset where I have a goal for career wise I'm not going to screw anybody over but I can't sit there and make sure everybody's okay either mm. so it's not like I feel like somebody might take that in a negative way <laughs> yeah. but like it's really not right. it's there are times where you have to think of yourself mm-hmm And it's not that you're dismissing everybody or saying, oh, I don't care about people. It's just you have to recognize when you have to be for you. You're living for you and not taking care of every single person along the way. Yeah. That's hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's hard. hard. It is. But I'm not saying do that all the time. Right. Yeah. You have to draw a boundary. There are places and times for that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Boundaries are key. Um because yeah person like me I give everything and like if I that's because I'm a very open person and I think I expect that people are just the same yeah but not everyone's the same and that's like very important to know that not everyone is the same people don't think the same as you people don't have the same story as you and I think with me being a very like I really want to know I wish I knew everyone's story in this room like I really want to dive deep but like not everyone is open you know but also like sometimes if you share certain stories about yourself Mm -hmm. it might not equal out to opening up Mm -hmm. because I know I've told a million stories about my past and those are just stories Mm. I literally just could blindly tell them to anybody and I wouldn't feel a thing but there are certain things where I'm that is opening up to me. So you could know everybody's story, but it doesn't mean mm-hmm. anything. Right. And I think that it's so special to have a small group of people where you truly connect with them than to just sit there and say, oh, I know everybody's story just to know it. Mm-hmm. And the goal shouldn't be, oh, I'm meeting this person. I want them to open up to me. That should not be your goal. Right. Because again, that is more for your benefit than it is for theirs. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I think just being content with a good group of people. And I think... And letting it come naturally. Exactly, naturally. And, and nothing forced. I think that's the best way to establish or to kind of cultivate a good friendship amongst people 
Um, and I think that um, when being open with people, or what was I going to say? Uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, with the group of people that I am with now, um, I would never expect to be with these these certain people in my life. And really, it was so random. Yeah. And it, it was random, but it happened naturally. Um, because I've been in situations where I'm like, okay, well, we have these things in common. Let's be friends. It's so easy to throw around the, the word friend or best friend. And that's something I learned a couple of years ago. I take best friend, like, I used to take it very lightly, but now, you know, I'm serious <laughs> because it's so hard because then they don't treat you like a best friend. Like, dang, like, that sucks. I And it's I, my fault, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate it when people throw around best friend. Like, they'll throw around words like love or mm-hmm. anything like that. And the thing is, is like, that's great that you wouldn't, but you're not their best friend. Right. You are somebody that they spoke to for an hour. Yeah, you know? and I know so many people who throw around best friend or love you to artificial things. Like, oh, this person, you know, bought me food or was the plug. Oh, you're my best friend. <laughs> That's so common. <laughs> I know. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it. But like, some people I meet have genuinely said that and it's just kind of like they're not your best friend and when mm. you throw it around like that it's just it kind of demeans your relationship with your actual best friends mm. yeah and just like I don't know yeah I think it really highlights your standards yeah and I know like standards is a big you know thing to think about um but it's I've learned to be I've learned to accept that standards are okay, especially during relationships. Yeah. Because at first, you know, we don't want to be that girl. We don't want to yeah. be her that has all these standards and, you know, is closed off and is mysterious and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, you need to set standards for yourself because it really shows what you want for yourself. And in, not in a selfish way. Yeah, In like the most lo- self-loving way. Because if you're sitting there biting your tongue and, like, going along for the ride, Mm -hmm. you're not being happy for you. You're being happy for other people. Mm. And really outlining... It might take a few times for things to go wrong in order for you to outline your standards. But it's not unreasonable to be like, no, this is a deal breaker for me. Mm -hmm. If it's going to make you unhappy, it's going to make you unhappy. Now, if you go to, like, the unrealistic expectations where it's like, oh, if this side of his hair is longer than this side of his hair, <laughs> or, like, this eye is slightly bigger than that eye, I can't do it. too much. Exactly. Don't yeah. be ridiculous, but, yeah. like, do it to a point where it'll make you happy. Happy. <laughs> happy. <laughs> happy. <laughs> no, Sorry. I, I, I really feel that. I think um, that's something I definitely learned because I've, I even caught myself agreeing to certain things that I liked or certain passions that I had or things that I enjoyed for the sake of the other person just to like me it's not that I think about it but yeah (laughs) but once you you know throughout the years I'm I'm so much more confident in saying what I want because you don't have time for things that you don't need in your life you know you don't you don't you reach that point where you're just like 
it's either you're in or out, all right? You know, it's the, this is who I am and these are the things that I love and that I value. And if you can't respect it, then that's not that's fine because that just means we're not compatible. Maybe not yeah. at this moment, who knows? Because I think we're so harsh on the other person, but we forget that they're completely different. Yeah. And I also think like we as people get so attached to yeah. other people mm-hmm. and we confuse that with love. And I think like I'm not going to I don't want to say this and like diss everybody I've dated, but yeah. I really do feel like I was attached mm-hmm. with them. And I was going not to say like they weren't great people, they are, but I think it was a mental thing I had to figure out. Mm-hmm. Where I would go through the motions of what I thought a relationship was meant to be. Where we would do these like cute, extravagant things. We would go on little trips. We would go on dates. Right. Um, we would have these cute moments where we said, I love you for the first time. But it was going through the motion. And it was the idea that I'm attached to this person because all of a sudden I'm seeing them every day. Mm-hmm. And that has been like almost every relationship I've had except like my first ever one Mm -hmm. would you say you've developed like a dependency on your significant other no because I took um when I graduated high school I had been single for two years Mm -hmm. um there was a small gap when I went in college from one boyfriend to the next but then after that when I was 19 I was single for another year Mm. so I haven't consistently had a boyfriend all the time I take really large gaps um but I'm just it's the whole idea where I didn't know how to live and unless I was doing something for another person Mm. and I was sitting there and I was like I'm I don't even I'm not in love with this person I like them not in love with them I'm attached to having them by my side and like talking to them and it was like a best friend I would kiss essentially right but there were just bad things that had happened out of it mm-hmm. and I just I had the worst experience um my sophomore year with a guy who's much older than me and he's not a bad guy mm-hmm. but it just made me question like why did I get into a relationship with a guy who was so much older than me mm-hmm. and much, much older than three years. You and <laughs> you and Gibby are perfect. Um, but he was he was older than me, and he was a nice guy. But like we were in different places in right. our lives, and it was just I was just attached to the idea of having someone, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't have been in a relationship. But I think every relationship I've had, it was attachment, and. So now, like, that I've realized that um, I'm restructuring the way I talk to people and, like, understanding that it's okay to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And even if a guy doesn't kiss you on a date, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't yeah. mean he doesn't like you. Yeah. My friend was saying that her first date with her boyfriend, they didn't kiss and they've been together for two years. Nice. So yeah. it's like there isn't one thing, but... On the other hand, somebody could be structured completely different and be together for a lifetime. It's just tailored around that person. Mm-hmm. But you should never force any structure on yourself. Yeah. I think it's very bold for you to even admit that 
you've been attached to people and now that I think of it I think I've been really attached not to the point where I like I'm dependent on them but I felt like I wouldn't say responsibility but I just really enjoyed giving myself to the other person and I think essentially that's how relationships should be both ways yeah you know it's not about finding the one it's about being the one for that person yeah I've always believed that um because if both of you guys have that mindset then it works out you know it's not perfect but you both know that you know well me and Gil we're we're we don't have typical relationships I guess you would say glamorized relationships because we are literally just best friends and we told each other that um you know if you end up somewhere else in the world we are not holding each other back because um and you have to have a lot of confidence I think and self-love for that to happen love for the person but also love for yourself because if you freak out that sometime or that you know that might happen you don't have that self-love within you and that's not something we really think about um because you really gotta be confident with yourself and being independent by yourself before you can even give yourself to other people and it's not even about that like I was dependent on someone Mm -hmm. but it was it was more like if you are in a relationship and you say oh you saved me in this moment then you didn't figure it out on yourself Mm. you use that person as a distraction to fix your problem temporarily but as soon as that person goes away it's like a little band-aid you know like the band-aid comes off and then you have to deal with it when that relationship ends Mm -hmm. so it's like if you are using that person as a distraction as a way to like not deal with anything that you have been putting off you need to get out of that relationship Mm -hmm. ouch (laughs) (laughs) no that that's that's very true and i guess since we've talked about glamorized relationships and the relationships we shouldn't be in friendships we shouldn't be in for you personally Mm. what is i wouldn't say ideal relationship (laughs) but something that you believe for yourself and what you want for yourself and it could be different from any other person i think all of us say that oh it should be this way because a lot of people are doing it or just majority of it but that's not the case like people come together in so many different ways and they find each other in each other's lives friends or relationships in so many different ways yeah i would say my ideal relationship would be with someone who i have slowly been friends with for a couple of years Mm -hmm. and someone who has seen me like on my ugly days and when I look my best and when I say obnoxious things and when I say smart things. So who have seen me at the point where I'm the most annoying and the point where I'm like making a lot of sense, my best and my worst moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone who doesn't get jealous of my accomplishments, but rather like pumps me up and we kind of bounce off of each other. Right. Um, like a little healthy competition but we help each other grow i like that yeah um and i guess someone who has a similar lifestyle as me but doesn't like take my lifestyle to the extreme Mm. the thing is is like i know exactly what i want now yeah um and i do like 
I have been thinking about someone mm-hmm. for a while. Um, but the thing is, is like I always feel like I'm not ready mm-hmm. to date him. And I'm a little afraid too. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I don't know if he likes me, but also I feel like I want to be at my best in order to be with him. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I was just going to ask you, um, you know, these things that you just said were probably not the things you thought of before. Or, like, of course, like, we want, like, this and this and that. Yeah. But I think we learn what we actually truly want once we experience, you know, the heartbreak or something that someone wasn't to us, um, which is really interesting. Um, And... I would agree with everything that you said and what I and what I look for um and I think what's really cool is that um how beautiful life is in terms of relationships and how the flow happens and it just happens and you'll never know where your you know your life will take you and um people will be put into your life for many different reasons and different purposes um and it's 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 good to take a step back and to really think about that because sometimes our hardest heartbreak can be like our biggest blessing yeah um because if we wouldn't have gone through that we wouldn't know what we actually want in life um so i see that's like really 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 important well i am in a relationship and this has been my longest relationship we're gonna hit three years next month which is crazy to me (laughs) it's crazy it's honestly super crazy to me um and i think it went by so fast because despite all our like trials that we experienced um i think the best thing to do when you're in a relationship is to not take it so seriously in in the sense of where you know we're still young i think yeah (laughs) and it's it's so true you know and we have so much to live for um and how you treat other people how you treat yourself at the end of the day is really gonna reflect who you want to be and what you want in life you Mm -hmm. know so are you gonna chase someone else's ideal you know dream or are you gonna chase your own you know yeah so i think that's very important um for those who are who are maybe in relationships right now um we're not we're not professionals we're not telling you to go break up with your <laughs> boyfriend or girlfriend yeah so hold that text um so what what is some advice you would say to i mean we kind of already touched upon it but for those who are in certain situations where they feel like they can't get out what has helped you when you were in your situation i think like always communicating because people aren't mind readers Mm. but everybody thinks they don't have a choice you not making a choice is a decision so speak up if you don't feel something is right it's probably not right Mm -hmm. and you don't have the time to waste on people who don't deserve your time yeah I agree with that I think if someone is in a relationship right now value your time alone yeah because that's when you truly can figure out what you want because if you're constantly with that person you're kind of half blinded if that makes sense yeah because they're kind of blocking your view of what is for you and communication also is key and you shouldn't feel bad for telling them what you want in life 
and to know because like you said they can't read minds you know and we assume so much i think that's one (laughs) one flaw we we always do is that we assume about this other obvious yeah and oh i forgot to mention that you know we can't change people you know we can influence them like we can always you know we can't be pushovers and you know tell them how they should be and how they should be for us because that's just very selfish um but if you truly believe that this person is for you um the first thing to remember is that you can't change them because they're still their own person you know um and that's something i definitely learned i think that was a problem with me and my past relationships is that oh i want this person to be more open just like i am yeah but i it it didn't happen yeah (laughs) unfortunately and also just from a book that i've read um the four agreements is that you have the choice and you get to decide what you put into your life and what you value in your life because we can point our fingers to so many people that hurt us we can point to our situations our circumstances our everything our circumstances circumstances (laughs) why did i say it like that (laughs) um (laughs) um yeah but at the end of the day um it's really you who can really decide that because you're the one who can one thing i really hate is that we're so easy to blame other things outside forces but we don't take the time to kind of evaluate what's really the root of the problem or fix it or fix it and we cope doing you know we do things that aren't don't really help us (laughs) um we think certain things that don't help us and we can do that for as long as we want but if you really desire to have a better life a better mindset a better um you know look at life and everything above that um you need to move forward i think it's really important can you move on (laughs) just move on that's that's the main thing um but yeah thank you annie for for doing this and approaching me about this topic i love that because it's so hard for me to think about what what do other people want to think or like talk about but i'm so glad that you brought this up and i think it was no accident that we were feeling like the same thing yeah Uh, even though it's been like weeks since that happened i'm sure a lot has changed within us in turn um you know internally but you know i think someone needed to hear this yeah my past self (laughs) yes um and also like even if i say to move forward it's it's okay to look back because looking back kind of reminds us of where we came from and it, it would kind of be if you were talking to your past self i think they would be congratulating or like applauding you for how far you've come you know yeah which is a cool thing to think about so yeah um that's it for today's episode <laughs> um really fun and i really want to do like more conversations like this um girl talk on your couch yes on my couch maybe um but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed that episode again thank you annie uh, for being here with me um and i hope you guys learned something and if you're in a toxic relationship right now get out of there right now (laughs) boot it um but also remember to love yourself and if you like this don't forget to subscribe 
and to follow you can follow me Polly Ponders on Instagram if you want to follow the most talented <laughs> the most amazing <laughs> artist I know um, Annie Amor, yes. <laughs> no, seriously, she's so amazing, and I just want to applaud you, especially after these, you know, past couple of months of just working and grinding. I know. I'm sure it's been crazy. But yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, stay tuned for our next episode. Don't forget to always love, to always be curious, and to always ponder.